Welcome to the Mama Outspoken Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jill. And I'm your other co-host, Bobby. All right. Hi, we are back with episode 11. So we took like a two-week break accidentally because one, I had the Share Your Pod Summit, which took up all of my time because I was working on the back end of that for my client who was hosting it. And I was a featured speaker because we started this podcast. So I was able to apply and be a part of that. So it was a lot of fun, took up a lot of my time. And the week after, I just kind of relaxed and rested. Um, so we're back. We have a few more episodes before they hit the end of the year. So let's get into it. This episode, we are going to be talking about um, pretty much everything that, not everything, but important things or things that stand out the most to us that we've learned since becoming parents. Um, well, first, we'll get into our peaks and valleys. I am to share my peak. You're going to share your peak because we then have the same valley. Okay. All right. So my peak is I have been just like every, well, like not every other pregnant woman or postpartum woman. And it doesn't matter. Most women do it. Try to lose the baby weight. I did not realize that breastfeeding would not allow me to lose the baby weight. Like everybody said it would. I have slowly been able to lose it until, until I stopped breastfeeding. When I stopped breastfeeding, I lost six pounds in like two weeks, which is crazy. So anyway, I started my weight loss journey, I guess you could say, when I really started my beach body program in April. And I weighed 180 pounds then. My heaviest during my pregnancy was 195. So I didn't hit 200 yet. But I started out at 165 before we got pregnant because that was my wedding weight. <laughs> I got down from 175 to 165. Um, I don't mind talking about my weight because it was a huge, huge accomplishment for me to get back down. So we got 165 at our wedding. A month later, we were pregnant. And my, I guess at the time of um, my labor and delivery, I was like almost 200 pounds. And then after Declan was born, my weight dropped, obviously, to 180-ish. And then I started working on losing the weight. I thought breastfeeding would get rid of it. It did not. And then I um, started Beachbody in April. And then today I weighed myself and I'm now back down to 166. So I am just one pound away from being back to where I was. Exactly. And that makes me so happy. Yay. Um, so, Bobby, your peak. My peak with Declan, how he like, so when it's just me and Jill at home, usually when I get out of work, it's like he comes right to me and then at some point he just wants to go right back to Jill, which is understandable because she's with him all day. But then when we go see friends for like like a get together or family parties, it, he's not shy to be with other people and he could, it doesn't last long, but it helps us out because he is distracted by our friends and family at certain points and gives us a little break from actually watching him and yeah like we were at a party this weekend with our close friends well barbecue whatever and what we saw him a quarter of the time that we were there mm -hmm. <laughs> everyone just kept taking him oh let's take him oh let's yeah, take him but that's the best part that he doesn't he doesn't get he doesn't get upset when somebody else takes him he so our valley is i am going away this weekend on a bachelorette party 
and I obviously cannot bring the baby. And so there will be Friday, Saturday, three nights and four days that Declan and Bobby will be home alone without me. And we don't know if we're ready for it. I know you're ready for it. <laughs> and I, 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 I don't know if I'm ready for it, though. I feel like you need to get out. I do. I need to the little and trip. I understand that. I also know that if you call me with any kind of concern, I'm going to be with my keys in my hand running to my car and ready to come home on a two-hour drive to come take care of it because that's just me. First time mom, first time away, you know. But I'm going to do my best not to. We'll see how it goes. Declan might have to cry it out a few nights. Yep. And I feel like he's gonna. There's only like we've done it, but we've done little sporadic things with it where he'll be down for a nap and Jill leaves to go food shopping or church, anything, and he's usually fine with you. Yes, I can drop him off at either one of our parents while he's awake. And leave with no problem. Yes. So. The only problem is going to be bedtime. Because even with me here and just hiding, he still won't let you do bedtime. But he also, I feel like he knows that you're here. Probably. And knows that you are in the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if, I'm not saying that like, oh, he doesn't know. He, he knows that you're not in the house when you go on your little, like, trips and stuff to go shopping or church or whatever yeah but he doesn't see you in the house before that like right. he i feel like when he naps he forgets about it it's like a fresh start when he wakes up he doesn't right. see you he sees me who he knows too if i'm just not around when he wakes up he doesn't think about me yeah well, we'll i'm sure he thinks how, about we'll, me but we'll like see how it goes yeah we'll, we'll let you guys know yeah <laughs> So, beer time. What are you drinking, Bobby? I am drinking a an imperial stout with Mexican vanilla beans and cinnamon. Yeah. From who? It is from a new brewery that I've just found in Florida. It's a corporate ladder brewing company. Oh, yeah. You have beer from the other night. Yes, I did. Cool. They're from Palmetto, Florida. Nice. And I have a local beer, Greenport Harbor Brewing Company, North Fork Native Ale, Barrel Fermented Wild Ale. Wild ales are some of my favorite types of beers. And this one we actually aged, this bottle. How long has this been aged for? Uh, Do you remember? I don't know. We went last summer, I think, when he was first born, when we last bought bottles for later. So it's almost a year at least. Probably. We haven't been to Greenport since he was born, so... At least a year, if not longer. So that's pretty cool. It tastes awesome. I'm loving it. Yay, beer. <laughs> beer is good. All right. All right. Things that stood up the most to us as parents or things that we learned about or what to do. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Um, parenthood is hard. It's not something you can train for. Or <laughs> Everybody has their own way of doing it, You just kind of get thrown into it. And we've said that a few times now in a few other podcasts. But there are three things that... I think stood out most to us or that we learned or appreciate most about parenthood. The first is something I talk about in trying to find harmony in your day and um, also being um, able to practice more self-care 
and that is being flexible. So I've always been a calendar planner. Everything has to be on the calendar and planned out like two weeks in advance. You try and plan it out like the day before. I'm not going to be happy because I most likely already have plans. And if I didn't, I was already looking forward to not having plans. But um, Bobby's always been the flexible one. Well, if we're not doing anything. Whatever comes up, comes up and we can do it. So I have learned to be very flexible with our schedule because I'm home with him all day long, every day. So it all depends on how his mood goes and how the weather is for the day and what we're going to do and how my mood is. <laughs> yep. And Bobby just goes along with the flow. Um, but Always. I think you've had to be more flexible too. Yeah, in some instances, like, can't always, it's not the same at all. Like, we have to plan around or plan when we actually do things instead of just being like, okay, let's do this, this, and this. So almost, we have to plan because we have a kid, we have a baby, and we got to take into consideration, like, okay, where can we actually go? Is it going to be kid friendly? Is he going to be behaving like stuff like that? Like he's pretty good. He's pretty good when we're out. There's certain times now where he just like gets fancy. irritable. He gets fancy. He wants to run around. Yeah. He just wants to explore. Explore. And he's his legs. <laughs> I mean, it, it's good that he does. And it's good that he's just a toddler because if it was a kid that was 10 years old, it probably wouldn't go the same way as if as it is as currently, it is currently yeah. because everybody was toddlers. Like, <laughs> That's true. It's, it's weird because he has so much energy and we love bring, We do love bringing him out because then he gets to see new things. He gets to see new people and that's fine. And, it's just it's annoying because we're trying to hang out with friends or eat our meal when we're out and he doesn't know that that's what's frustrating mm -hmm. but it's it's part of parenthood <laughs> you gotta you gotta accompany accompany them and fulfill their needs too while fulfilling what you're doing at that time yeah and i feel like that takes that takes a lot it's it's a lot of change because before kids you're just like okay we're going here you didn't need to get anything ready you just went and now it's just like okay diaper bag <clears throat> diaper bag change the clothes diapers uh food for the baby you gotta make sure you have everything things to distract them <laughs> like <laughs> and we have literally a bag of toys, a designated bag, a designated that, bag comes of toys that comes with <laughs> us because he gets antsy and we need to distract him to the best of our ability until we can't. And then he just, we just let him run around. Yep. We chase him around a restaurant or yard, wherever we are. Um, so that is definitely, so I feel like, it's not a bad thing. You're not necessarily practicing more flexibility. You're practicing more planning where I'm practicing more flexibility. Yeah. Like we're almost on opposite sides. Of the we're reversed now because well, we gotta, now we've got a plan to have him out because right around nap time yeah. or around oh, yeah, bedtime, things like that. But you're thinking more planned versus me thinking more flexible. 
And it's, it's an interesting shift for both of us and trying to um, accept that change. And say accepting just it. Just go just with that change. Go or, with it. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't, you already accepted it when we had, like, <laughs> when we had the baby, we accepted it. Like, it's true. It's not like we changed, really. The only thing that changed is that we have to include him now. Yeah. Um, and on that note, our second point is being more responsible. Mm, I guess. That's one of the things that stands out to me. It's like, I am already a forgetful person, and now I have to think twice as hard as to how I will not, not just, like, keep him safe, but, like, raise him. And, like, now I'm responsible for a whole other human being. Granted, this is a very tiny human being that doesn't really know He's anything not yet. Not so tiny. Not anymore. Kid got... I think he grew another inch last night because yeah, yeah. he's reaching things he wasn't reaching yesterday. That's another like that's another thing that is kind of included in it is that they grow fast. Yeah, so like I I did the right thing and I was responsible and I tried to childproof the house, but now he is undoing all my childproofing, like taking all of the plug covers out of the plugs in the wall. Well, looks at this way, still alive. He is. He's not sticking his fingers in there, but no. he's taking them out. He's curious. He finds it a challenge to try and get his finger behind it to pop them out. Yeah. And now he's taking things off of counters and mm. shelves yeah. and getting into that, all this crap. So yeah. now i got to even like move things up higher. Nightstands. Nightstands oh is a big deal because he's just as... He could see above on the nightstand. Yeah, so he grabs whatever's on there and we leave our drinks on the nightstand when we're sleeping at night. And then in the morning, I bring him in the room. And then he goes over and grabs a glass of water and both hands, thank God, both hands, and then shakes it. An open did. cup of water oh. up and down. So the bed That's gets a, wet, he gets wet, the carpet so gets wet. Everything. One of the reasons why he does that is because he has a cup when he has bath time. He has, And it splashes all over him. Yes. yes. He loves it. He knows that's what it does. I mean, what kid is not going to fucking shake a cup <laughs> and that he gets? Like, he shakes his bottles, even. He shakes everything. So, I mean, just got to be vigilant on where they go and what rooms you got to lock them out of. Yeah. And, like, all the dangerous stuff is, like, locked up tight. And he really doesn't go into, like, bad places. No, he's pretty decent. Um, now, oh, now oh, we have baby gates everywhere anyway, yeah, blocking so where he can go. Except for my poor that plant. That would be a good investment, baby gates. Yeah, uh, except for the corral we have moves and yeah, really well, he destroyed one of my plants because he, he pushes can move that. It. He does. So that's not anything you can really childproof unless you get rid of the plant. I gotta miss or the, the kid, but I don't think we're, we're not getting rid of the kid. kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So my last observation as to what uh, we have done that um, stands out to us, which I am grateful for, is that although we have changed in, in these new roles as parents, um, we still kept a lot of our favorite things to do yeah. together. And at first we weren't doing it because we were so overwhelmed with things. I was, well, you know, that with, and with, the pandemic. And yeah, with the everything. pandemic, me running a new business. You know, we were really strapped for time and, you know, we were just sitting around doing nothing other than me working and him watching TV at night and, you know, really going around everything that we were doing with the baby. But we never stopped going to breweries. No. Declan was 10 days old when he went to his first brewery 
and we have not stopped since. How many is he up to now? And that's one of our favorite things to do on the weekends is to go visit a new brewery for vacations. We always do beercations. So visit a new place and scope out the place for new breweries to go check out. And he's been on two of those vacations with us now. <clears throat> We've done camping with him, you know, and we love that. Um, you have a separate list for him? No. Yeah. Can you put a D next to it? Ten. So he's been to over ten breweries now. Holy moly. And we're on how many breweries? We're on one. 108 breweries that we visited. We did 100 before him? No. Well, we had him because Vermont was 100. 108 minus 23. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, anyway, he's been on 23, on been to 23 breweries with us. Yeah. Out of the 108 that we've been to. Yeah. Because some of them are repeats for us, anyway. Um, What else are we doing? Oh, date night. So, we stopped doing date nights for a little while. While he he was a newborn, we took him with us on date night because the schedule was different. We were able to go out after work, and he stayed up until like nine-ish with us anyway, so it was easier to bring him to dinner with us on date nights. We stopped when his bedtime started getting earlier. We started to sleep train him, but then my sister was living with us for a little while, and she would watch him some nights so we could go out. Then she left, so we stopped again for a little bit, and then we found babysitters. And now we are back to our solo date night with a babysitter. And so far, we've had one. We're going to be having another one soon. What? Date night. Wow. Well, when we're recording this, it'll be tomorrow, but when I issue it, it'll be today. (laughs) Um, I know. It's so confusing. Anyway, we'll have another date night. Um. And I'm so excited that we're still doing it because it's much needed for us. And then one thing we were doing pre-pregnancy was having our own nights out. And uh, for a few years, you were doing it because I worked late. Yeah. Um, when I was working the DMV, I worked late one night a week. And he would go out and go out, spend his night out uh, by himself. And I never really went out and did anything by myself. Really just you're not you. that type of person, though. So, I I know. Yeah, and I feel like this bachelorette party is it's my thing now. That I, thing <laughs> my one time going it's out. It's not your one time. I mean, it's your. It's something that you get to not have the baby for. Yeah. So the other thing that I do is I was having my mom groups on Monday nights, and that was we were considering my time away, even though I was at home virtually. Um, so Bobby now still goes out every once in a while, it's not as weekly as it used to be. Um, no, definitely not. <laughs> I don't I'm like sure, people that much. So. I'm sure we'll get back into that, but yeah. with everything going on with the, the virus, whatever, who the hell knows. Um, what else has not changed for us? Oh, brunch. We still enjoy our brunch on Sunday mornings. Oh yeah. Family fun days. Or like Sunday fun day, like a bunch of different things. Depending on... Even if it's a Saturday, which I rarely get off, but... Our weekends are still, like, out exploring, and now instead of it just being you and me, it's our family exploring, and we are flexible with it. So if we're able to do it, we do it. If we're not, we stay home. We do plan it around his nap, if we can. Oh, yeah. And we just go with it. And what you have to do, though, is it's, it's not easy to plan around naps. It's Especially, like, if parents aren't 
don't have their kids scheduled naps. Like they just fall asleep at certain times because I know parents like that. Like the kid falls asleep randomly. Yeah. Like that, that was us in the beginning. That could be the case. And but even still, we got a sleep trainer, so that's why it's different for us. But yeah. if you don't have a sleep trainer and your kid sleeps good, you kind of have an idea of what you're. If there's not a, a pattern. It's not a schedule as more a pattern, more of a pattern. Or a so if you have that, just try to focus on like, okay, so he usually falls asleep between this time and this time. So how long does he sleep for? Then you time it and it's always hit. It's not always accurate. It's not always a definite time. Neither is our son, because even though we did the sleep training, he, uh, he does have his moments where he wakes up earlier yep. or he wakes up later. So, yeah. I mean, but, you, you always got to find the right, there's no right time to, <laughs> to like do what you want to do, but you can make it work, make it work. You, you always make it work. You just don't need to worry about, Oh, he missed a nap. Oh, he's not sleeping. Oh, he, he should have been in bed by this time. Eh, that's dumb. <laughs> like, Hey, it is because even even with us, we do skip that. We do skip, we skip naps. nap time. And Sundays are usually and the only day I skip naps. Most but, times we make bedtime. And bedtimes are usually naps, on point. I will skip. I'm not naps. Um, Listen. Baths I will skip in a heartbeat. I hate baths. God. <laughs> on that note, we're going to talk about communication on the next episode. Oh, great. <laughs> Because obviously we know what the hell we're talking about and how to talk. <laughs> so Jill knows how to talk. Join us for the next episode and learn a little bit more about how we don't communicate well or do. <laughs> we're practicing. We're learning. <laughs> you mean we don't communicate well? Hmm. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Let's go. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next week. 